out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 280. We are that podcast that talks about anime, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And I think this is the first time since the summer has started that I've been able to do the show without the air conditioning on. Thank the Lord. Is that nice out, huh? Yeah, it's just that the, the air is nice, it's crisp, it's no, I'm not feeling any heat or anything like that, which is a good thing. Because no, like last week when I tried it, I was feeling good for a while. And then I started getting hot and hot, and it's like, oh, I, I, ha- I can't do this. Because if you do listen to the summer episodes, you do hear the air conditioner blasting in the background. So I, again, apologize for that big time. Uh, okay, Let, let's get the show on the road. Uh, we are live tonight, week of September 13th, 2016, here on the VOG Network, live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Um, or if you want you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash network. there is an IRC link that will bring you directly into the chat, so come on in, have some fun, it's all good. Um, check-ins are now live, so earn your VOG points, and somewhere throughout this episode there is a passphrase. This is for those who are not able to listen to the show live, so you can still interact with us. You hear that passphrase, head on over to VOGNetwork.com, put in that passphrase and get them VOG points and don't forget we also have our forums brought to you by the people at VOG Network every week we post our um, synopsis of our podcast so if you can't get to us via Skype website, Facebook Twitter, email, whatever we have forums so swing by we would like to hear what you want, what you think so it's all good we're going to have a great time tonight and we're going right now go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Oh boy. <clears throat> uh, my week has been more work than anything else. Uh, last week I worked. I worked three uh, overtime shifts. Well, du- well, well, yeah, three uh, double shifts. One of them was on Labor Day. And how much coffee did you drink? I don't drink coffee. It makes me too jittery. Right, how much Mountain Dew did you drink? I don't drink soda anymore. So you just... I was pretty much doing this through sheer force of will. Either that you were just snorting the sugar right up your nose. Nah, I'm trying to cut cut down on that stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. <sighs> but yeah, like, I get holiday pay for Labor Days, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be pretty well off next time I get paid. That's a whole lot of cash monies. Mm-hmm. And the only other real thing I did was watch uh, Backlash on Tuesday night, on a Sunday night. Yeah, I I followed the reviews of that on Facebook. I was like, okay. And then there there was the uh, CM Punk fight. 
which went swimmingly. And we all gotta start somewhere. Hey, the amount of money that he made off of that shit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been pretty boring. And now people are giving CM Punk shit telling him to go back to the WWE. Look, it was his first match. You really think he's going to come out whooping some ass? No, Lesnar lost his first match. He made over half a mil. All he's going to do is going to go back, continue his training, learn from his mistakes, and go at it again. That's what you do with this sort of thing. Yeah. Not for nothing, yeah. but if I was able to earn over half a million dollars and just, you know, get the crap beat out of me, I might do that. You could. I mean, there's a, there is something you could do, but you won't make a lot of money. It's called being a teacher. Yeah, no. But, I yeah. said for over a half a million dollars, oh. I would. I know, I'm just saying. But, yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> this weekend will be a lot better, I think. Yeah, definitely. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's been that was it for me. Cool, cool. Marco Chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, pretty good. Just uh, playing Pokemon Go, waiting for the update, which happened today, which I'm so excited about. I know people were talking about the update, and I'm just like, it's not out yet. It's not out I yet. I got it today. I got it. It today started. Today. It started dropping yesterday. Well, for some, because generally, if it's out, you can always force, you know, update, force to pull the update. Button. It wouldn't, it wouldn't allow me to. But here's something I do know. Let's say if you had a, a Nexus phone, since you're connected directly to Google, you would get the updates before anybody else. So, because hmm. what it is, if there's an update, it hits Google servers, and then after that, it's got to register through the cell phone provider servers, and then done and done. But yeah, other than that, this past weekend I ended up dog sitting. Woof. And just uh, marathoning TV while we watch the dogs. Woof. Boring, but entertaining at least. What did you watch? Uh, my cousin and I have been marathoning Supernatural. Ah. Yeah, we're trying to. I don't quite know if we're going to be able to do it because Supernatural doesn't start next week like most shows. It starts uh, in October. Uh -huh. um, but we are just about at the end of season nine. So we've got two more seasons to get through. Okay. We might be able to do it. We're going to try and do it. But I don't know. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, considering we started marathoning in July. Yeah. So, considering we're on season nine and we only started in July, I think we've got a pretty good chance. 
At least you're trying. At least you're trying. Trying. Yeah. <laughs> trying. Alright, my weekend day has been quite interesting. Um, I went out over the weekend and picked up some furniture from Ikea, which I have to finish assembling. Uh, for those of you who've been to my little shack, I've had an end table as a nightstand for about three years. It's finally being retired, and I have an actual nightstand and a small chest drawer next to it, so all my cosplay props and accessories are going into that drawer, those two drawers. Hooray. I was going to pick up, like, a nice entertainment center, but I just can't find one that's, like, the right size, so I'm just going to hold off on that, so. I think next couple weeks I'm going to go through my closet and see what clothes I'm going to give away and reorganize it because I have one of my entertainment centers, I mean my bookshelves holding, propping up the, one of the door like one of the walls so it doesn't fall because I have so many clothes who would have thought but um let me tell you the story of my phone so I noticed about a few weeks ago that I was having some issues with my phone. the The speaker wouldn't work, so I couldn't put people I couldn't put people on speakerphone, or I couldn't listen to music without headphones. And the Bluetooth wasn't working half the time. If I turned off Bluetooth and turned it back on, it would not come back unless I rebooted the phone, and it was scream uh, burn at the top. So eventually, I got around to contacting T-Mobile, got it replaced. I pick up the replacement phone and realize the T-Mobile jingle didn't turn on, didn't pop up. So I was like, eh, didn't think about it. Go about my day, pick up a phone call, I'm like, let me put it on speaker. Same thing happened again. Now, I contact T-Mobile Sunday night, tell them, and they shipped me another phone, and I turned that on. I just go through the default settings across the board crank up the volume, still nothing. So tonight after the show, I get the call to T-Mobile and be like, um, what now? I think there is an issue with the LG G5s where the phone speaker just doesn't want to work. What I might end up doing is just just popping it open, just putting in the SIM card and trying it again and just just for shits and giggles, just to see. And if it still does it, then I know. If it doesn't, then I know this piece of shit uh, memory card has got to go, and I have to contact Sandisk and get it replaced. And that pretty much has been my weekend day. All right. Um, programming notes. Uh, in this case, housekeeping news. Uh, we'll still be here on Tuesdays, but I did mention, I believe, last week that we'll be doing our back-to-school uh, episode, which is next week, which is season five. And as always, Mako-chan will be singing along to Jem and Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, but not on here. Yeah, we know that. Because I, I, I don't think the fans are ready to see you singing into a hairbrush. No. So what's going to happen is tomorrow I will be putting a sticky on our Facebook page. And we want to hear from you. We want to know, like, your favorite cartoons growing up. Like, cartoons you ran home to watch during the week for the new season, Saturday morning. Hell, for some of us, it was Sunday morning. So, you know. 
because I will be doing my best to put together a nice eclectic mix, 20 minute mix of opening theme, cartoon themes from like the 80s to 90s to 2000s. Don't know about the 2010, but we'll see what I can do. Uh, and I think that's it for housekeeping news. So be on the lookout for that. And we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we have some exciting news to kick the show off with. Sounds like fun. Oh, hell yes. Oh, hell yes, indeed. So we'll be back.
Alrighty then. Okay, now before I get into uh, tonight's news, let me see if I can pull this file real quick. I should actually keep this in the playlist folder just because. And looks like Winamp might just be crashing on me. Did it crash? Oh, no, it didn't. Okay. For a second, I was like, no, don't. Let me get that out of there. All right, perfect, 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 perfect. Because I have some amazing breaking news for y'all. Now, you've heard of, Fa of Fathom Events, correct? Yeah. All right, for those who don't know, Fathom Events usually bring special um, one-time-only events in theaters. It could be anything from, like, special wrestling events, concerts, and anything like that. Live events as well. Rift tracks. Yeah. Fathom Events is joining forces with Eleven Arts and Toei Animation to bring the first chapter of Digimon Adventure Tree to select movie theaters this coming Thursday for a one-night event. Tell me that's awesome. not awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. And this was on, on Regal Entertainment's uh, page. So, let's see... They own a, th a series of chains, with theater change. So, uh, what? Uh, let's see. It's Regal, United Artists, and Edwards Cinemas. So, if you want more information about that, head on over to regmovies.com and do a quick search for Digimon Adventure. All the adventure is all the information is right there. You'll find out which theaters is playing it by you. And if you are in the New York City Tri-State area, come on, come on, come on, come on, Regal Union Square 14, so if you're near uh, 14th Street Union Square, that is the th only theater in the New York City area that is playing this, so definitely go check it out. I have seen, I have watched this through uh, Crunchyroll, and it is amazing, and I do believe this is going to be the dub track, so this is going to be pretty awesome, so definitely check into that. Alright, now that we got that out of the way, um, 
You sound upset. Not upset. I'm just trying to phrase the proper words because it this shit doesn't surprise me at all. It, it really doesn't. And if you're wondering about what shit we're talking about in general, we're talking about New York Comic Con. Oh, boy. Yeah. And usually, when we talk about New York Comic Con, it's not really good, per se. It's something that they have done, and we're like, what did y'all do? What did y'all do? They done fucked up. Again. Yep. So, this is what New York Comic Con has done. They have updated their weapons policy yet again. Given what has been going on in this country with, with violence and so forth, it's understandable that conventions are taking precautionary measures with their uh, weapons policy, and I get that. Maybe Comic-Con is going a little too much. I don't know about that. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. Now, last year, they had amended their weapons policy. It read that Prop weapons will be allowed, providing they are composed of foam or cardboard only. Prop firearms are allowed if only they cannot be mistaken for real weapons. The barrel of all prop firearms must be covered with the brightly colored caps. Prop bows will be allowed, providing all arrows have soft tips. And I get that. And then you got some people who are anal retentive as the cosplayer to make it as accurate as possible to the fan who won't take a picture of that cosplayer because... The weapon is not that accurate, and they're like, you know, it's got to be accurate. Fuck the rules. Fine. Whatever. Now, they have changed that. Prop weapons and prop firearms will be allowed, providing they are composed of foam or cardboard only. The barrel of all prop firearms must be covered with brightly covered caps, colored caps. Prop bows will be allowed, providing all arrows have soft tips made of foam or cardboard. And here's the next part. Any masks should be removed until you have cleared security and have entered into the Javits Center. Also, New York Comic Con has banned drones and selfie sticks as well. Okay, so what exactly is bad about that? <laughs> oh no, no selfie sticks. What a nightmare. Oh. Also, if you're harassing somebody by flying a drone around and they decide to just smack it out of the air, you get what, you, you get what comes to you. A flying fuck gets knocked down? Mm-hmm. A literal flying fuck? Well, for, for the most part, this is what I can say about the uh, the rule, the changing of the rules. Not for nothing, I'm kind of okay with it. Now the masks part, okay, I get it. They want to see how you look. It, it's not that big of a deal. Once you clear security, put your mask back on and go. 
selfie sticks. I'm kind. I'm pretty much happy about that. If you want a selfie photo done, give your camera to the tallest motherfucker in your squad and let him take the picture or her. Because there have been times I want to take a selfie stick and swing it like a golf club at somebody. There was this a. Uh, there was footage floating around on YouTube of this guy who, who would walk around with a. Oh. Ranch cutters mm-hmm. and ambush people with selfie sticks and cut the uh, selfie stick. I, I yep, it, that happened in the city, it, and that was most likely was staged. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If it's There's not... some real assholes that'll do shit like that. True, true. Now, the props. Okay. I can understand why people are complaining that it's cardboard and foam. Because you can't make a prop realistic with cardboard and foam. Now, hold on. Hold on. If you're creative enough and you think it out, you can make card- props out of cardboard and foam as realistic as possible. You can do it. It's just being creative. That's all. It's not implausible, just difficult. Yeah. And, and I, I, again, some people want to have, like, the real steel or real boat. I get that. And you probably want that for your photo shoots. So you know what? Find a place outside the convention to check your weapon or keep it with somebody. Go to their place, pick it up, come back, do your photo shoot, wash, rinse, repeat. How hard is that? I think everyone still has the image in their mind last year of just trash ba- trash cans full of weapons that got confiscated. I'm calling a total of four trash cans this year, and I'm being nice. Did they, did they ever get their props back? Some some people did. Oh, only some people did. <laughs> and I think it's a combination of those who wanted it back and who just people who kind of forgotten that they had it or didn't really care. So. All right. And Mako, you said you were perfectly okay with this, right? Mhm. Okay. Any particular reason why? With all the shit that's going on right now. Mhm. I would rather be able to look at something and go, okay, at least I know it's fake. Uh Then have to sit there and wonder if the guy who came in wearing full body armor and a mask is cosplaying or an asshole. Gotcha. In other words, or cosplaying asshole or in other words, in, in other words, will the real Deadpool please stand up? Yeah. I mean, and it's not like geek-centric shit is safe. They've had guns collected at a fucking Pokemon event. Mm-hmm. So, Again, assholes. Yeah. So save your bitchiness about needing the perfect cosplay. And 
also, I also don't think it would have been an issue if people didn't break the rules last year. I was hearing left and right about people that were going into side doors uh-huh. with their weapons uh-huh. just so that they could have them. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? That shit now means that all weapons are banned unless they look, you know, Explicitly crappy. fake. Yes. Yeah. Because of people that snuck their, you know, snuck their weapons in. Now, anybody that looks like they've got a real weapon can be stopped. Uh-huh. This is obviously not in the rules. Here, here's a trash can. And the, and some people are going to pull their whole cosplay privilege card, and that's going to happen. And I wish you would. I wish you would pull your cosplay privilege card for this. I have no problem standing here watching you get t- tossed out on your ass because of that. So, anywho, Marco, you want to tell us about this uh, Funimation Crunchyroll uh, joint venture? And, and Ari, you can tell us about the new Pokemon anime. Okay. Cool. Alright, so, um, let me load this. It doesn't want to, doesn't want, there we go. Mm-hmm. So, basically, uh, the other day. Everybody got to witness the fact that Crunchyroll and Funimation decided to team up. Basically, what that means is that Funimation is going to be playing mostly dubbed anime. Mm -hmm. And Crunchyroll is going to be playing their subtitled anime. But it also means that Funimation is going to be playing Crunchyroll's anime. The dubbed portions of them. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be starting... Uh, actually, I think it started already. Yes. Uh, so Thursday, Crunchyroll viewers were able to start watching subtitled versions of Funimation's summer simulcast titles, uh, including Degray Man Hollow, First Love Monster, and Puzzle and Dragons X. And then um, part of the uh, Funimation catalog titles are now available on Crunchyroll, such as Cowboy Bebop, Psychopaths, and Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. But again, these are, or I believe they are, since it's on Crunchyroll, the subtitled versions. Hmm. They're crossing Uh, the streams. Yeah, yeah. So where Crunchyroll got uh, free the... Iwatoi Swim Club, and Testament of Sister New Devil. These will now be available on Funimation now in the coming weeks. Uh, There's going to be a lot of simulcasts. There's going to be a lot of dubs that are going to be broadcast on um, uh, Funimation now. And yeah... So, what do we think? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? 
I think it's a good thing because you all know how I feel about Crunchyroll, so. Yeah, I mean, it's... I think it's funny that Funimation ended up teaming up with Crunchyroll, who at one point was not exactly legit. Mm-hmm. So that amuses me. But at the same time, both of these... I mean, you've got Crunchyroll, which is a very, very strong streaming stri- uh, streaming site. Yeah, because they kind of set like the standard for, like, for anime digi- digital streaming, so everyone's paying catch-up mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it looks like this venture is merging and will also allow them to, I guess, afford to pay for new licensing. By splitting the tab. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, because of the popularity of anime and basically the demands, Japan is able to... uh, Drive prices up. Yeah. I don't see... Um, I I don't really see that... uh, Prices are going up because even when Funimation no was... prices are prices are going up. It's oh. about two hundred thousand dollars per episode to license something now. Jesus, fuck my Jesus. balls. Yeah. So when you, I mean, that's why a lot of these companies now are looking for the shorter series because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And then they'll make money off the shorter series and then land one good long series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I mean, you've got, what, probably 10 years ago, it was more that, you know, companies here were able to give a, you know, a chunk of change, say 2 million, and get a couple of series, where one might be a really good series and two or three are going to be crap series. Mm-hmm. Because now it's, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you license a 13-episode series at $200,000 an episode. It's a lot of freaking money that they're making. And also what was happening was when a company would license a series, the other, the Japanese distribution or animation studio are like, okay, we're going to give you, uh, let's do it, we're going to give you Tenchi Muyo, but take these three other series with you. And these three other series may have done mediocre in Japan, and you're like, it's going to tank here. You know, they that's what they would do. You never do. know. They might, fi- they might find a new life overseas. True. But, you know... It's rare, but not, but mm-hmm. not, uh, but not out of the uh, realm of possibilities. I mean, Big O was a smash hit here, and it, and it flopped in Japan. True. It's one of those um, instances, you know? I mean, it's exceptions to the rules. Mhm. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's that's basically it. Okay. All right. Now that we got that out the way, um, let me let me flip over to this track here. All right, uh, Ari, tell us what, what's going on with Pokemon. Oh boy, <clears throat> you don't uh, sound say, too happy about that. Well, when I saw the title of the article, I was, you know, kind of the, just kind of a, uh, you know, irritated. But then I saw 
the context of it, I was like, oh, it's this anime, this new series, okay. But yeah, uh, uh, Coral Comics Magazine revealed on Thursday that Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon and uh, 3DS games are inspiring a new Sun and Moon television anime series all premiere on TV Tokyo and its affiliated stations in Japan in November. The announcement states that the anime will feature new Pokemon and new characters, and in the story, Ash will encounter Kapu Keiko, a god who protects the Alola region. Oh. The announcement also reveals that Ash will go to school in the series, and the series will follow his school activities as he aims to graduate. This issue also reveals a key visual for the new series. Uh, the Sun and Moon games will debut in Japan and North America on November 18th, followed by Europe on November 23rd. Games will be available on a Nintendo 3DS worldwide in Japanese, English, French, Italian, German, Spanish, Korean, and traditional and simplified Chinese. Players can choose a preferred language when they launch each game. Well, the one outlier about this is the promo art made Ash look, you know, like a fucking dork. Uh-huh. And as soon as I said school, I'm thinking, oh my god. All of a sudden, I'm having flashbacks to every bad HSAU Pokemon fanfic I've ever come across. That bad, huh? Yeah. But that's not what I... That's what, that's not what made me cringe when I heard Pokemon New Anime. See, and it's, we don't have an article for it, but it was like floating around YouTube for and uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. There, uh... It's gonna be a YouTube exclusive series, I, I believe, but... The same studio that did Pokemon Origins mm-hmm. is doing a, sur- a series called Pokemon Generations, which is, a, you know, it's still more focused on the game continuities and all, all that stuff. And one of the trailers had had a Green or Gary or whatever the hell they call him, and he sounded more obnoxious than ever. And the and needs. And the uh, trailer also made it explicitly clear that it's going to be focusing on Red, which, as not someone who's not a fan of Red, I'm not really interested in. Mm-hmm. But does, uh, but one of the promo arts, you know, featured all the uh, heads of the villainous teams, you know, Rocket, uh, Cos, uh, uh, Cyrus, the Team Glass, Galactic, Lysandra, uh, uh, who's the other one? Uh, sh- uh, guess. Uh, Gestus of uh, Team Galactic. So, you know, more stuff with them would probably be happening because it has been as as prevalent in the uh, main series anime. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, I'm not re- like I'm thrilled the main series anime, obviously, except for the HSAU flashbacks, but the uh, the other YouTube series, I'm not really looking forward to. It probably sounds like it's another poor man's I Tenchi Muyo, and we and Mako-chan knows how bad that was. Mm. I guess it's no. meant to. Uh, I guess they're going to keep going up with the uh, catering to the fans of the games. Probably so. Don't cater too much to the Gen 1ers, that's all I ask. You'll be alright, Ari. You'll be alright. 
Um, let's, I hope so. Yeah, let's go to our, our chat room at live.buttonetwork.com. Let's gonna we're gonna backtrack just a little bit in response to our article about Comic Con and uh, weapons policy. Amy Bowen says foam can be painted and sealed. I think Amy's new, so hi Amy. Let's see what else do we have here. Regenerator says, let me guess, the guns were confiscated by Team Rocket. And in our last article um, about the uh, team up between Funimation and Crunchyroll, Immortal King says voice actors with Funimation are impressive. This is a good match. And you're right. I mean, when Funimation started out, yeah, they slipped, bumped here and there. But I really think their dubs are on, are on, are on point. I point. really, th- yeah, they are. I really think so. They've gotten better, and I know there's a couple of people who bitch and moan that they use the same five voice actors and actresses. Well, they're very talented, you know? I don't see why not. Plus, there are new um, voice actors that are working with them, so you know. You never know. One of these new anime series coming out might star someone who turns out to be your favorite voice actor. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about something amazing, world record amazing. We're going to talk about a series, quickly a series called Kochikame. It's short for Kochira Katsushikaku Kameyari Kouenme Hatsujo Kochikame. It's a police That's comedy. That's a mouthful. Oh, yeah. It's a police comedy manga. It has been now been listed in the Guinness Book of World Records for most volumes published for a single manga series. And the series is done by Osamu Akimoto. This manga has been going on for 40 years. The final chapter of this manga will be published on September 17th. It is the manga's 200th and final compiled volume. That's compiled volume. Mm -hmm. That's not chapter. That is okay. compiled volume. I mean volume, not chapter. Volume. Because volumes are more than chapters, so. Volumes, you can have anywhere between 5 and 10, depending mm. on just how big a series it is. Yeah. So that's that's a shit ton of manga. And if he was doing a chapter weekly since 1976. Whew. The manga pretty much centers on the crazy adventures of a middle-aged policeman named Kankichi Ryotsu. Uh, Akimo debuted the series in 76 and has become weekly Shonen Jump's longest-running manga series. And what I did know, there was an, an anime adap- adaptation that ran for eight years from 96 to 2004. Maybe if we're lucky, we'll see it stateside. You never know. And there were two anime films that came out as well. The manga also inspired an OAV back in 1985 and various specials between 2005 and 2008. And there's also been two live-action films and a live-action drama adaptation, and along with several stage plays. And now there's a new stage play running right now. And there's going to be a new one-hour television OAV, or a television anime special, that will air September 18th. That sounds like a series that's really underrated and no one really knew about. Well, obviously people knew about it. It's just uh, not popular here. This is the first time I've ever heard of it, literally. Mm-hmm. 
I've heard of it before. It's just not my cup of tea. Well, I'm reading the forums, and it's like, what's coming close is Gogo 13. But that manga is has two chapters a month, and that's going to come to an end soon. So, if it hasn't already. Wait, wait, go back, go back. Thank you. Right. As of June 2014, mm-hmm. now this is two years ago, Right. there were 1,781 chapters. Wow. That's 1,781 chapters two years ago. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Where would you find the time to read all that? I don't know, but the same people who can sit there and go through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which that manga's been going on since, like, 83, so, and that's still going. Trust me, you'll find a way. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Marco, this sounds like something you you'd watch. Yeah, I was actually interested in this, but then I don't want it to be another one of those, you know, like free. It's yeah, it's free on ice. It is. It it, it is probably going to be free on ice. Uh-huh. Anyway, there's a new anime coming out. Um, basically playing on the success of the all-boys team sports anime, uh, including Slam Dunk, Prince of Tennis, Captain Tsubasa, and Free. So what this is going to be is... uh, Oh, Yuri on Ice. Oh, that name. Hold off, hold off, hold off. I made the same assumption as you did, my friend. (laughs) It is. No, 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 no. It it's is. Gonna be, it's going to be a boy, a, you know, pretty boys, on, you know, on a team together. Shouldn't it be Yaoi on ice? <laughs> no, one of the names of the main character is Yuri. That is why it is Yuri on ice. But there are two characters named Yuri. The Japanese representative is named Yuri Katsuki, and the Russian representative is Yuri Plistecki. Yeah, because the name the names have different meanings in the, both languages. Yeah. So it is uh, men's ice skating. Um, it says here, alongside a handful of athletes hailing from various countries, these handsome young men get into heated battle of grace and technique on their frozen battlefield. Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, of course, they're all, you know, relatively good-looking. Um... They're fucking pretty, prettier than yeah. than usual. Yeah, they're 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 there as eye candy for us girls and some guys. You do um, you? Yes. Yeah. 
Now, so there's one, two. The promo art for the uh, Japanese Yuri guy. Mm. He he looks like he, he looks like he's like doing press mm-hmm. coverage for the event, you know. Five. Doesn't six, he? Yeah, he looks nerdy as fuck, but you know. Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. There are fifteen um character arts out there right now. Not all of them are necessarily skaters. Some of them are going to be friends of the characters. Um, but yeah. This, this American guy, Leo de la Iglesia, he looks like a Mexican duo Maxwell. And as, um, no. and as Bob Coffey says at live.vognetwork.com, sounds like Fujo bait. But you know what? I can already picture the AMVs to this. And I already know the initial song they're going to use. What song? And what's that? Really? Yes, really. Honestly, I was thinking a lot of uh, Blades of Glory references. I don't think anybody from our generation would do an a would, would catch that. And if, if somebody from the old, from the younger generation does, yeah. You're making me sound out of touch. Have you seen the current state of the fandoms? And the generation coming in. It makes me wish for a giant meteor to come and blast this planet to hell. So you don't. Yeah, I've seen them. You don't say Sephiroth. Oh god! Now I'm picturing me cosplaying as Sephiroth. It's the most horrible thing I've ever pictured in my life. You'll be fine. Oh, stop it. What the fuck? (laughs) So, uh, am I taking the last one? Yep. A new poll states that two-thirds of Japanese don't care about AKB48. Well, this got off to a good start. Who are you trying to kid? Although AKB48 is often referred to as a national idol group with high name recognition and popularity, new poll by the online research group Kyuzu, I guess I pronounced that right, mm-hmm. suggests that interest in AKB48 is waning. 67.8% over two-thirds of participants claim that they had no interest in the idol group. The poll was conducted from <clears throat> July 22nd to 25th amongst 1,376 respondents of both genders and ages spanning from the 20s to the 60s. A decline in popularity may be a setback for the group's Olympic ambitions since the festivities surrounding the Games are meant to showcase the host country's musical culture. Their popularity is another reason why they were chosen to perform at Universal Studios Japan this summer. Then again, it's hard to find a musical group that that appeals to an entire country. Hmm. Which it's I like mean, a, it's like over, true. It's like over here how the Dallas Cowboys are supposedly America's team, but 
every other team, like every, fans of every other team, see uh, their new stadium as a billion dollar hole in the ground. Yeah, because it's the Dallas Cowboys. Exactly. You know, I, I get that because they're a national idol group because they have little teams all over the freaking country. I would have assumed, you know, the peop- why people don't care, the f- Japanese don't care about AKB48 is because of how big the group is, you know? It's sort of like y'all have overstayed your welcome. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, let's see, let me adjust that. And that, in turn, brings us to the open forum topic. And while that's starting up, the Skype line is open. So if you have any questions about tonight's program, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. Um, what's on your mind? What's up? All calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraint. So while that's going, we're going to talk about the open forum topic. And we didn't get any answers. So we'll talk amongst ourselves briefly and see what people say in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com. The open forum topic is where we ask all of you a question about a topic that's depending to tonight's show, anime, conventions, or anything along those lines. If you don't want us using your real name, uh, just put a different name before you post your answer and we act that you keep it civil. This week's open forum topic is J-pop idol groups. There are a lot of J-pop idol groups out there, so we want to know what groups do you listen to and support. And by support, you know, you may buy a CD here and there or go see their concert when they're in a, at a con or something like that, you know. Or you may p- plaster your walls and ceiling with every bit of idol merch you can find. Yep. We know people who have done that. Yeah. Alright, for me, if you can... I don't know if you can call them a J-pop group, but I do support them, and that's Baby Metal. I have both their albums sitting on my shelf, and I have seen them in con- live in concert. And I also support Band Made, and I have one of their albums on my shelf as well. If you can count them as idol groups, then, yeah, I support them. I support that idol group as well, you know? What about you two? Honestly, I've never had any kind of interest in idol groups. It just didn't do anything for me. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big idol groupie. I guess if we didn't go a little bit further back, I do support Doko. They were the uh, J-pop idol group for Ronma One Half, and Bob Coffee tells us in our chat room at live.bugnetwork.com, Perfume. He saw him live, um, and he says, Twice Nochi is best. And oddly, interestingly enough, Perfume was performing in New York City the... Uh, the weekend I was at NDK, and believe you me, if I wasn't at going to NDK, I would have seen them. And Bob also says, Perfume re- isn't really idle, though. Well, true, they're, they're not. That's why we said idle or J-pop group, whatever, you know. And, you know, I also got to throw money towards Muse as well, so, you know. Yeah, but can you really consider them a true idle group? They're just as true as an idol group as Doko or Goddess Family Club. Yeah, but that's it. As long as the anime was running, they were running, and now the anime is gone, and they're gone. 
Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's idol group, but it's also basically anime group. And Bob says, he, he says, I should have skipped NDK and Cosmic Explored. Truth, bro, I already sunk money into going to that con. Yeah, I get that various J-pop groups, J-rock groups, don't come around all that often. But what, are the, what is the main reason why we go to conventions? To see friends. And for some, yep. friends and family. I went to see people I haven't seen in a... For some, a year, some two, some three years. So I, I had to go do, I had to. And I had a lot of fun. So if Perfume rolls back around, I'll definitely check them out. I'm still waiting on Headphones President to come through one more time. That I would go see with you. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, Raincoat. You... Brady, the whole crew, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you want to go that way, mm-hmm. um, you know, into the musical genre, mm-hmm. I would go into the anime musical genre. That is what I support. Okay. Okay, now, now that we got that out the way, and unfortunately we got no calls on the Skype line, so I am going to shut that down. Uh, let's see. What is next? I do believe, um, what's next is everyone's favorite part of the show. Strange news from Japan. Oh, Mako-chan. I try. Yeah, especially with this first story, it kind of breaks my heart. Yeah, well, obviously it's not official. It's still just what is popular by people. Mm-hmm. So are you taking it, Ronma? Sure, why not? Okay. There are changes that are going on in Japanese schools with the uniforms and trends of fashion. And if you notice, if you watch a lot of anime, you know... The girls run around in short skirts that go that are slightly above or below the knee. The polo shirt, or usually it's a sweater with a jacket, you know. That type of stuff. So, But it looks like there may be some changes coming, uh, coming through to the horizon. Well, as it goes, fashion trends strictly change in Japan, and that's especially true for teens, believe you me. Japanese high school only lasts three years, meaning that any particular look only has a short window of time before it's associated with the last class of students, and it's losing its luster and style. Even though Japanese high schools wear a uniform five days of the week, they still find ways of personalizing their ensembles. So Japanese schoolgirl fashion has been changing over the last few years, like... For example, the knee-length skirt. Despite what you watch in anime and see on anime, most schools have dress codes that do not allow for short skirts that are scandalously short. But during the late 90s and early 2000s, it was common for schoolgirls to roll their skirts up to the waist on their way to and from campus or while they were hanging out with friends. 
according to our recent poll, um, 37.7% said that they wore a knee-length skirt compared to 21.4% who wore one that was a couple of inches above the knee. Another trend is short socks, which was, which is interesting. A trend in the late 90s was the loose socks look where schoolgirls have like these long baggy socks that look like leg warmers. And sometimes the socks were so long and loose that you had to use um, special sock glue to keep, you know, keep them from falling down. The logic was to the thick bunched up socks made people think that the legs looked thinner by comparison. It's not really a big thing today because only out of the poll, only like 0.6% of girls say they only wear loose socks. But while knee-high socks have become quite common over the last few years, they weren't that most popular choice either. What's interesting, the most popular sock choice was a short sock that comes partway up the calf, which is 44.2%. Think of it sort of like a short athletic sock. Those are pop, those types. And what is interesting enough, nowadays when you go to conventions, when you see um, girls running around in school uniforms, two-thirds of them are, are have like the, the thigh-high socks, and just, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, how the fuck do they stay up? Glue. Yeah. Which I need to pick up some. Mm. I can't really put garters on it because they'll stick out. Uh, do you want me to take the next one? Go for it. Sleep with anime stars at this Akihabara capsule hotel for women. Oh, fuck. What have you found, Mako? Mm. Are you really going to question Mako-chan's um, research pattern for these types of a uh, articles? What's the term for wanting to know something but also don't not want to know something at the same time? There's a term. There's a term for that. Probably something in German like Schadenfreude or Kummerspeck or Voltaire Czechic. Anyway, <clears throat> Akihabara Bay Hotel has open, been open for just a few months and already it's becoming a hot topic online for its unique accommodation plans. With a pretty-looking entrance and pink-hued relaxation areas, the women-only capsule hotel previously made news for collaborating with the animated cast of Japanese mogul game Ensemble Stars. And now they're sending out to please female anime fans once again with another handsome-looking collaboration. The cast of Ensemble Stars greets fans in the common areas and with bright wall displays inside select capsules. But this time, things are getting a lot more cozy on the inside, with guests able to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with their choice of male idol from the King of Prism by Pretty Rhythm animated film released in January of this year. Oh boy. Ugh. Fans of the spin-off game from the popular Pretty Rhythm franchise won't ever feel lonely going to sleep with one of these handsome boys by their side. And located on the fifth floor of the hotel, these special capsule rooms can be chosen by a character at the time of booking. And there's cardboard cutouts of the boys in the common areas of the hotel as well. well Guess who's staying the... Hmm? No, no, go on, go on. Guess who's staying the... chooses to stay in the King of Prisms rooms will also be given a serial code that allows them to purchase the same life-size stickers online. So you can sleep with your favorite boy and then take him home, too. Oh, boy. 
promotion is only available between the 8th and the 30th of September, so if you want to enjoy a sleepover with an anime star, be sure to visit the Akihabara Bay Hotel website or the King of Prism page. You know, maybe it's a good thing this is for women only because if it was, you know, catered specifically to men, you would not want to go in there with a black light. With a, with a UV light shining in, on anything. And refer back to our first uh, article for a story uh, Amy Bowen says she owns a pair of knee-high socks the elastic is so good so they stay up without glue that's what you call good quality Japanese craftsmanship now as for this story about the capsule hotel for women remember way 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 back when when we started talking about the whole free controversy about the fan about the male fans getting all pissy that the women have eye candy and I said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If us guys can have pretty girls and this and that, the women can have their, have their cake and eat it too. This applies here. So you know what, fellas? We can't... We you have, have no, your chance. Yeah. That, that boat's long gone. Let the ladies have their, their, their moment. That's all I gotta say. Lord Jesus. That, that that's all I gotta say. One left, Marco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seems in a restroom stall in a video game arcade in Chiba Prefecture. Um some of at least the men's bathrooms. This doesn't say anything about the women, so I'm guessing the person that's reporting is a guy. Um, The men's bathrooms, the stalls now have two different toilet paper uh, dispensers Uh with choices on them. So this one had two rolls of toilet paper, one labeled cat people with a cute picture of a couple of kitties. And one labeled dog people with a picture of a doggy and a dog house. So they were doing a poll based on how much toilet paper was gone from each roll. Um, And then it says, however, our college toilet statistics professor would be upset if we didn't point out a few ways the results could be skewed. Um, the photo was taken in the men's restroom, so it only represents at most the feelings of males. It's possible that the males who were polled liked dogs and cats in equal numbers, but the ones who preferred canines simply poop more frequently. (laughs) Conversely, perhaps cat people poop so much more, um, that their role gets replaced more frequently, and the one seen here still has plenty of paper left because it's a refill. And the last one is, there's a chance that given the intense rivalry between dogs and cats, and by extension their human supporters, cat-loving restroom users collectively decided to flush all the dog people paper down the toilet as a devious prank. So, yeah, and then it goes off to um, tell how cleanly the cat people's toilet paper was ripped, and that there is another public restroom 
um, somewhere, it didn't say exactly where, that the second roll of toilet paper was labeled as perverts. And considering that the pervert roll seems to have been used, they're hoping the stall also had plenty of toilet covers to prevent direct contact with the seat. They weren't using it to wipe... The, the perverts weren't using the toilet paper to wipe their ass. Exactly. And if we go in our chat room at live.bugnetwork.com Dark Tetsuya says... I've heard of splat this, but this is ridiculous. Follow up with Rageinator, uh, sort of quoting that popular movie. Dog people, cat people, pooping together, mass hysteria. Lord. That's all I gotta say. Uh, that was fun. Definitely. Alright. You sure know how to pick them, Mako. I try. I, I stop questioning her. Because when I question, things get a little more chaotic. And I'm just like, no, yep. that's okay. All right, we're going to go ahead and take our last break of the night, and then we're going to wrap things up. Sounds good? Okay. Yep. All right. We'll be back.
it played both songs. How interesting. Didn't even realize that. Guess we were too busy posting cracked pairings on our friend's Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What about crossover ships? <laughs> we got r really, really bad crack pairings. That's really bad Sailor Moon crack pairings. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't for some talent, for, for very talented artists and their crack pairings, Facebook would be boring. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Anywho, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters, and we do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where Ari has dropped the ball and hooked us up with the Otakon uh, 2016 convention report. Definitely swing by and check that out. It may, it, it, there may not be a dry tear in the room when you finish reading it. But also check out our website for our podcast and other great articles. But if you have any troubles accessing our site for podcasts, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Go uh, Google Play. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. This is where we post all of our convention um, videos, uh, masquerade videos, interviews, all that cool stuff. Definitely swing by and check that out. If you want to interact with us on YouTube individually, you can find us at, actually you can find me at youtube.com slash DJ Ron S. Ari is at Ari22682. And you can find Mako-chan over at Juke Luna. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, follow us there for updates on our website when we're going live with our show and uh, when various articles are going and other cool stuff. And that's uh, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. If you want to interact with us individually on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJRonTheS. Ari is at the Ari Man. And you can find Mako-chan over at JoeVideo. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session to the over 3,000 fans of the show and the website, the podcast and everything. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate it. We really do. As long as you continue to like the page and what we post, we're going to bring you more content. And that's what's up. If you want to chat with us or talk to us on Facebook, you can find me at Facebook.com slash IMDJRonMess. You can find Ari at Ari Rockefeller. And you can find Mako-chan over at Makoto Mako-chan Kino. And don't forget, we are on the Vogue Network. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're live at Tuesdays at 9.30 with Encores at 2 p.m. But they're, but we're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network, so you definitely want to check out these other shows. The Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Bowie, Guys on the show and PokeStop Podcast. And just so you know, PokeStop Podcast is not in the regular rotation at Vogue Network, but you can easily download the episodes off of iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast aggregator is. So it's a good it's a good show. You should definitely check it out. We're gonna go around the room. Last words, Ari. Um yeah, I got a new alarm clock today too. Aside from being, you know, you know, 
the slanted time. It has a little projector that, you know, shows the time on the wall or the ceiling. Oh, that's cool. I had to go to a couple places to find it because apparently Best Buy just decided to stop selling it. Hmm. Last words, Makuchan. I can't wait until this weekend. That makes okay. two of us. Yep, yep. Boozy, boozy, boozy times. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna argue that shit. My last words. Um, since we're kind of done early, I might just finish assembling this piece of furniture and then just relaxing, calling it a night. Actually, I gotta call T-Mobile in tomorrow. Finish working on convention photos. That is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. And yes, this weekend is our fifth annual anime jam session barbecue and retreat. So we're gonna have a grand old time this weekend. Uh, that's it. I think it's time for us to get the hell up on out of here. And for the first time in a very long time, we are done before 11 o'clock. What? So, oh, yeah. Definitely. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Makachan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Makachan. Good night, Makachan. In your case, it's not good night just yet. One more hit off that booze bottle, huh? Uh, no, I had three of them. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so one for each of us, then, huh? Sure. You greedy bitch. And a brownie. Of course. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!